0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
1: I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, straight we're with going. everything you got. Let's go. Mills on three. One, two, three. We're 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 going. We're going.
0: You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fetus Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Off Tackle with John Fita Show, brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide, or order online at Picasso's I am the host of this year, Off Tackle with John Fina show, coupled with the star of the show, that guy over there, whose name is, in fact, John Fina. At least I've never checked your record, your birth certificate, but that's what mm. you tell me. You tell mm. me your name is John Fina. But, John, Oh, it was close. It was a no, half-pop. <laughs> not bad, not
2: bad. Um, you know, I might have been created in a lab. You might. <laughs> I mean,
0: other would, things have been created in a lab. It would explain a lot. If you, you were might. created in a you Alaska. knew
2: me, it would explain a lot. We can
0: rebuild him. We have the technology. Oh, that technology is <laughs> ancient, baby. <laughs> but uh, it is good to be with Bill's Mafia back again after a week off, and especially just with all of the good news. And for those that have not heard, uh, Damar Hamlin left the hospital and is back in Buffalo today. So and uh, with that came the report that I think on Friday he was actually doing laps around the whatever floor he was on at the hospital. So he was up and mobile and moving around on Friday and Saturday and obviously watched the game on Uh Sunday. Uh, So with that, it's good to be here with you. Um, It's good to be here with everybody who is piling into the comment section Um, right now. I'm getting over that. So Richard Rush, Pamela is in the room, Eric Farrell. Who else? Uh, John H- Jason Humbert, rather. Uh, Karen Edzik is in the room. Jay Mack. A uh, whole bunch of folks. A lot of y'all are here, and we appreciate every one of you. Uh, do me a favor. Whatever platform you're watching, including right now on YouTube, uh, or listening on, please like. Jump on that like button. Please subscribe. Pop,
2: pop, 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 pop the like button.
0: Pop the like button. And if you are squirrely, and you want to ask John a question, or give us a comment, or something like that, please mm-hmm. throw us a Super Chat. We are Super Chat Live, and we would love to have a conversation with you. But John, Joe, how you feeling? Woo, relieved,
2: um, excited about Damar Hamlin's release. Yeah, from the hospital. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, as much as as a player, you've been around injury and you've seen guys go down on the field and they get carted off and you get the golf clap and mm-hmm. you've always had the experience of it's going to be okay. Right, uh, right. That well, even if it is a career ending career-ending injury we never saw a life-threatening you know life-ending injury circumstance right and it was hard to cope with especially as a player former player to try to put myself into the shoes of well everybody on the field bengal or bill or otherwise yeah uh it it kind of it lingered it lingered a lot not just the i'm thinking about demar i'm hoping for demar but the pain and the uncertainty and the, the fear, you know, that everybody must've felt and, and still might, you know, continue to feel. Yeah. Uh, I've worked in healthcare, Joe, we've talked about it a long time. Mm-hmm. I've seen people code. Uh, I've seen various things happen in the operating room and the, in the emergency department, but there's never the expectation that nothing bad will happen in those circumstances. Right. So it's just incongruous, you know, that those two things came together. So I'm I'm thrilled. I, when I saw it, I think it was two o'clock uh, mountain time, four o'clock Pacific, when they said he was back in Buffalo and released, I was in that like the fifth or sixth wave of relief that just kind of washes over you. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was incredible. It was incredible.
0: So I, I I know several players, um, former players that have had, that have struggled, that, that have told me that they're, that they're, that they're struggling just with the whole entire thing. Um, and obviously the Bills players haven't really shaken it either. You know, Tredavious White in his post game presser on Sunday made the comment that every time he closes his eyes, every time a commercial comes on TV, like even with him knowing that he's okay, he's just reliving that moment. And. The moment that strikes everybody from the information that i have gathered because if if you remember on monday they you know he got injured they cut away they came back they cut away they came back and that was when everybody was losing it um my understanding is is that was the moment they had already taken his shirt off and like cut his pads off and they were like pounding on his chest which is what caused the lung damage trying to restart his heart Mm -hmm. and that was kind of the moment when everybody was like what is happening right now so what they've seen and what's 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 interesting about the whole entire situation is the way that they shielded all the cameras. That was, to me, profound, important. Um, pick a word to go here. Um, outstanding. The fact that, you know, some of them obviously were facing and watching. A lot of them returned and fa- facing away because they couldn't watch, but they were shielding what was going on from the cameras, from the crowd, because it's just not something I would have wanted to watch it once let alone watch it again. (laughs) Like I said,
2: I've been in the operating room when people have coded for a surgery, not related, you know, to the heart condition or what have you. And it is a profoundly, uh, ethereal experience. Like you just, you don't know where to place yourself. You're existing while it's going on, but it's hard to, to reason it. Uh, Although I have to say the people that actually do that work are amazing. Yeah. And then I, and then i started thinking about the the teams on the sideline how easy would mm. it be to get sucked into the game mm. and just miss when that guy when demar hamlin falls or the next guy or the last guy because you're you're sucked into this incredible environment right for those healthcare professionals at the end of every play they got to be looking at the offensive defensive line quarterback where the play ends i mean mm-hmm. they have to have eyes on like hawks yeah and it just again it was just incredible chore- choreography of of healthcare professionals that saved demar's life and demar yeah. saving his own life too right
0: and it's yes and it's incredible yeah. when you th- when you think it like they've talked you know over the week about how they practice this they practice at the beginning of the year you know they run root like they run dr- drills i guess is what you would call it um that and like when getting to the stadium asking where certain devices are and certain things are and what's Mm -hmm. funny about all of that is what you said that this wasn't supposed to happen there and even even with saying that this wasn't supposed to happen there like the that these two things aren't ever supposed to meet no matter how much we've seen a guy break his leg a guy get knocked unconscious a guy fall to the ground and all the players like freaking out and telling like the training staff to come because he's out like a light you, you just always are waiting for the thumbs up. You're always waiting for the I'm good. You're always waiting for the whatever it is. And it's expected. And it, you almost, where I'm going with this is you almost become numb to it. Right. It's just like, oh, that sucks. I hope it's not one of my guys, one of my team guys. Right. I hope he's going to be okay. I'm sure he will. Like you said, rarely is it a career ending injury. Uh, You know, I'm thinking of like Napoleon Kaufman, I think was the Raider who was standing up and that might have been back when you were playing and got Mm bent straight over and like folded his leg in the completely wrong direction and it ended his career. You know, you just don't see that very. And a great
2: kid, by the way, he ate like six lobster tails and three fillets <laughs> on his Arizona visit. I was like, he's like this tall. I mean, to me, and I couldn't believe where he put it all away. I was like, Napoleon, holy cow! That's funny. What that's a great funny. kid. Yeah.
0: Mind like a steel trap, that Joe Miller. I'm, that's funny that I picked. I picked the reference that without even like we, this is not scripted. That you, we and, did not script this part of the show. We and swear you it. knew that guy, but yeah. like for me, the numbness of it, like yeah 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 it's a school fire drill right it's like yeah 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 whatever 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 schools don't catch on fire and then the school catches on fire and they operated perfectly like they they maneuvered moved and everything happened the way that it needed to happen because if you lose 30 seconds in that you might lose the man right i mean and
2: and if you're interested joe i heard recently on a uh, news report that it's at the high school level, but below in youth athletics, there are not AEDs at every competition, and I'm sure you know that, and our our listeners know that as well. Mm. Uh, and if you go on Twitter and you find uh, Mark Maddox at the Help One Foundation mm. or maybe on Facebook, uh, I'm considering there's a – Mark's doing a uh, Bills game watch with uh, one of the Tempe Bills backers clubs, and they're going to raise money – to purchase AEDs for athletic groups. So oh, very good.
0: That's right. awesome. That's a great yeah. cause. That's so it. Help,
2: help One Foundation on Twitter. I think that's his handle. And I know he's on Facebook, Mark Maddox, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Does a lot of great things raising money for the the needy, uh, mostly uh meals. Yeah. But in this case,
0: it's for AEDs. So what was it getting back to just you and, and some of the other guys that used to play that that had they were, were shook? By, I mean, I think we were all shook by it, but had a hard time shaking it right now. I, I told everybody on the show last night, and I think you may have tuned in that I didn't I didn't have words last week. There's a moment where you just step aside and you let the professionals do what the professionals are meant to do. These are professional journalists. They report on this stuff. Like, and I just felt like I didn't have words to add and my words were unnecessary, but for you as a former player, what was it about that moment that just took you a little more time to kind of shake it off? Was it just the realization that it can happen?
2: I think, I think, other than hollywood you never see this kind of thing on display right and in hollywood you always know in the back of your mind that like it's just acting right. right you've seen it a million times in a movie right but i don't think anybody's ever and we again we didn't see it because of the you know the judicious nature of our players and then the bengals players blocking it which i think was the right thing to do yeah. but you knew it was happening right and And whether you were a player or not to think that you're seeing this in real time, I think that's what got everybody is you were experiencing it in real time. Mm -hmm. And then the lingering effect, I think also comes with even, even in healthcare, I saw it a few times, but every time I did see it, it was a little like, yeah, I don't ever want to see that again. Right. Right. Uh, So, and then as a player, you can always put yourself back. That could happen to me at any moment. Yeah. Now, the truth is, and I think it's still conjecture about what exactly happened. You know, was it Commodio Cortis? Uh, yeah. Did he have a pre-existing condition? You know, everything at this point in time until they tell us exactly what the mm-hmm. condition was is all conjecture. That's right. And that's science, right? You got a big funnel and we're just trying to chisel everything down and say, not that, not that, not that, until it gets smaller and smaller.
0: Right. Until we know exactly what it was. Uh,
2: and I think that unknown aspect of it, too. I mean, I, in my opinion, and again, you were talking about why did you disappear from social media? I also did. There wasn't anything I could add. And the more I looked, I think the more um, the more I felt not just for. Tamar Hamlin, mm-hmm. but every I replayed everything that has happened to Buffalo mm-hmm. in the past six months in my head. Uh, going back to uh, that awful, horrendous, horrific, vile event at Tops to Kim mm-hmm. Pagula and then the winter storm and the house and the injuries and, you know, culminating, hopefully, and this is the last one, for the love of God, <laughs> could this be the last one, Damar Hamlin.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and, and, what,
2: and ended on a positive note.
0: And what got overshadowed in all that was John Murphy as well. So John Murphy oh, actually – he- had a stroke on Friday or Saturday yeah, before the I, game. So,
2: yeah, it's just, um, I think for me, every time I went back and I looked at all the tweets from my amazing Bill's Mafia friends, mm-hmm. and even outside of Bill's Mafia, because I was getting an enormous number of whatever follows. And I, you know, occasionally I'll open it just to make sure I'm not going to get some nut job like Joe Miller, who's going to, you know, hound me a little bit. And I mean, these were people completely unrelated to football. They were unrelated to any sports whatsoever. But I think this hyper uh, awareness of DeMar Hamlin and the energy produced around it just had people like wanting to express themselves. And I, I think that was a good thing.
0: Yeah, the unity of the country, uh, the unity of the football world, the unity of the people surrounding him in prayer and the situation in prayer. And make no mistake, Buffalo still needs prayer. So we're for whatever mm-hmm. reason something's going on and it's been a weird 300 days i don't know the exact amount of days but it hasn't been a calendar year it's been a weird 300 days and i think we're all ready for it to be over but let's uh go ahead and uh start talking about this football game but before we do yeah before we title. do it's the market dominator market dominator so here is a spe- special message from our title sponsor john spaz hey
3: it's
1: john fastcheck here with the market dominators team uh we are so grateful to be sponsoring the off tackle show with john Finay, hosted by our good friend joe miller I want to reflect on events last Monday night. I sat there live on the 40 yard line in Cincinnati and I was devastated. But I was also impacted by the way that everyone responded. A team, a nation, a league, a family, uh, everyone, no matter how you want to phrase it, came together to support DeMar Hamlin in prayer and his family. And we're grateful for that. And that's similar to the approach that we seek to take when we care for you in helping you through the transaction of real estate because it does involve some sort of life transition. And we learned this week that life is more important than anything else. And so we wanna keep that in the center of everything that we do. We seek to educate, advocate, negotiate, and dominate. So if you need your house sold or you're looking to win in this market, reach out to us directly, 716. 570-3298, and we will show you the support and care just the way that life was demonstrated this week for DeMar. Last thing, go Bills.
0: Go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, that is John Spazchek. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, please give him a call at 716-570-3298. He will answer his phone. Now, let's talk about just this game. Um, We normally start, you know, with just kind of like Just our overall overarching thoughts on the game, and we could probably get stuck here all night. Which I'm not. I don't really have a plan as far as that goes. Let's just talk about. (laughs) Let's just (laughs) talk. The game, the game, unraveled like there was no plan either. (laughs) My God, Uh, Um, but uh, I'm going to let you go first, and you can start at the beginning from that storybook kickoff return for a touchdown. Just wherever you want to go with this, what thoughts?
2: (laughs) Wow. Uh, you know, I've been sitting around here telling you for three years now, I just want special teams not to hurt us. And as much as I like Tony Romo, he said, Oh, both these teams are great in special teams. And I was like, uh, mediocre at best over here (laughs) and just waiting for something to happen, waiting for the Naheem Hines effect. And wow, what an incredible start to the game that's what I'm talking about. Don't hurt us at all. And occasionally do something amazing. Right. And you know what? We got two amazings and one really crappy. So I think we're still on the, uh, on the plus side of that.
0: I Jones thing, right? Yeah. 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 I don't want it's to talk a- about, it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I ask the question because you've played on return teams before and coverage teams, not for long, but you played a little bit, the ball is bouncing and rolling. They're clearly yelling "poison" or whatever the word is to get everybody. Why is go, he...
2: go back and watch it again? And when he thought the ball was going to continue rolling toward him, he stopped doing this maneuver. But he's got to be doing like a wild
0: chicken, wild turkey, waving what, his what, arms. It's fine, but why is Taiwan Jones even engaged in a block at that point to be pushed into the ball? Like because, why? Is... Because they have their
2: back to the ball. They don't see it. By the time you get halfway down, you've turned and you're looking toward where the punter was and you're stalking your guy. And then when the guy gets even with you, it's like playing DB. You turn and run with him. And you hope at the end of the, when the run back starts, you're on the right side, and you shield gotcha. your guy. You're not even you're not even looking at the ball.
0: All right, so we can we can move on from that. I was just curious because that was my thought was like, why is he why is he not just giving up on that block? All right, if you want to run down there and touch the ball down, feel free. But yeah, yeah.
2: thoughts on, thoughts on this game. It offered us everything that we have been celebrating and screaming mm. bloody murder about all season. Yeah. No change. No. I hate to say the D word in front of you, Joe, but no damn change.
0: (laughs) Elaborate. What do you mean? No damn change.
2: (laughs) You know, no rhythm in the running game. Uh, no, no rhythm to Ken Dorsey's play calling. I don't disagree with the type of plays, maybe just the order in which they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, defense looks good for a half against the run goes to sleep for a half against the run. We're going to play soft coverage You hate it. I hate it. It's what we do. It's what Leslie Frazier says we are going to win because we're going to hold them to 23, and they're going to get 28 on the other side of the ball. Or 35, but yeah. I I, I wasn't quoting the game score. I'm just saying, in the end, the blue and red guys are going to have more than the red and yellow guys. That's,
0: And I don't love it. I don't West love it. It's, so for me, there was. And um, I, but, hey,
2: but, but only three losses. I mean, here we are quibbling. <laughs> right. With a, with a 13 and three team. And right. it, that also makes me just want to choke you. Me?
0: Why are you choking me? Because um, you
2: dragged me into this
0: but no it's uh, and i got to do so you know i, I had my car- cathartic session already kind of done and it was funny cuz and i said it on the show last night on the overreaction post game show just you know going through my notes and i had to make a conscious decision at some point to be like i'm not going to be negative you know and, and here, even hearing or not even hearing um there was some assuming that I made uh, as far as as much as the bill said, oh, you know, we got our normal week's worth of practice in. You know, we had a walkthrough on – the media made a big thing about, like, they had a full practice finally on Thursday. They only did a walkthrough on Wednesday. Well, they always do a walkthrough on Wednesday. They never have a full practice on Wednesday. So that was normal, but just all the distraction, the emotion release. I can't even imagine that part of it as far as all of the emotional drain that they went – I was exhausted after this football game. I can't imagine how they even felt going into it. Um, and then you hear today, so like I don't know how much of the coverage you've caught today, that they basically didn't practice last week. Yeah, they they weren't into the into the game plan. They were completely about. I mean, it was almost like somebody had a wedding on Thursday. The reception <laughs> was two days long, and they got together on s- Sunday to to right to, to play I, a football game.
2: I went to that wedding in Spain. Listen, <laughs> the part you didn't let me finish was. The expectations. Right. The thoughts on the game were I was I was shocked that we got the same game that we always get. Right. But, you know, given the circumstances, because I was like, oh, uh, these guys could come out flattered and flat or it's going to be 65 to seven. Right. I didn't I didn't expect it to look like a normal game.
0: Yeah, it was, it was wild to me, and Pamela's, I think, talking about it right now in the comments section. Um, you know, at one point, the, the, the Patriots had three touchdown drives, and on those drives, Mac Jones. Mac Jones was 17 of 17. And it's funny because you think about that stat, you think about it being Mac Jones, and Mac Jones has been wildly bad this year, and Matt Patricia has been worse. You want to talk about Ken Dorsey and some of the challenges we have. Matt Patricia's been a joke of an offensive coordinator this year and Mac has been hor- I mean they wanted to replace him with Bailey Zappi for for goodness sakes mm-hmm. and at the end of the day John you you could have put you know you back there and how wide open his wide receivers were he was literally just playing pitch and catch with guys like oh that guy's open oh that guy's open oh that guy's open like and it, I don't even know that it was because of the off coverage I don't know what the problem was outside of they just I don't think that I think there was just too much going on. So the fact that we got out there, of that was There was
2: some drifting in the secondary, I thought. Guys weren't closing like they should, reading the keys. Right. Uh, there was a play where I looked at Marlowe and I was like, why are you sitting out there in the middle flat when there's no other threat? You could have been closing down on, right, right. I don't know if it was Bourne or whomever. I'll say this. Uh, you know, they did try some strikes down the sideline, and they were successful a little bit. They weren't successful against Trey White in the middle of the field on a mm-hmm. long ball. They went after Kair Elam after what I thought was kind of a ticky-tack hold, and he fared very well. And then he gives up a touchdown on what you argue is an underthrown back-shoulder ball. But Kair Elam was a step ahead of the receiver. Yeah. And whether that's right or wrong, because I ain't no DB, and I don't coach it, <laughs> the kid looks good, right? right so, right. Uh, And look, it's the way they're going to do it. We bring blitz... And we are not terribly successful. We get burned. So we sit back and we say, we're going to bore you to death. And that is what Leslie Frazier is going to do. And look at him on the sideline. It fits his personality. He's not a guy who's running around waving and screaming. He looks like a scientist, you know? And he's like, I am going, it's Novocaine. He's like, I'm just pushing the Novocaine right 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 and eventually you're gonna make a mistake and uh you're right about mac jones he was solid he was on i don't Um, think he was on as much as it was
0: just there it doesn't matter guys drop balls
2: hey hey guys drop balls right and he's he's
0: an nfl quarterback for a reason i think they could have played nathan peterman in that football game and in the first two and a half quarters i think nathan peterman would have had similar stats to Mac Jones. And then the Bills defense did begin to do some things and kind of get him off balance and get the team and obviously the three interceptions were big. Uh you know, they they came up big. Once again, I mean, this team they overcome. They're resilient and I don't know how much we can even begin to ask them to overcome. I said on the show last night that if they get bounced in the playoffs to me with everything that's happened this year and what they've gone through, this season is a victory. Like good job. 13 and 3 uh, yeah. with what you went through. Great job.
2: Well, not just what they went through, but this and I see it now. You know, it's hard. I'm 22300 miles away. Mm-hmm. This team is really embedded in the community and and they they really kind of feed off the community. And they feel like the community owns them, they own the community. You know, it's a real symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And it's not just the injuries on the field. It's all the things that happen in Buffalo. And that's a lot. That Mm -hmm. is a lot to take, Mm -hmm. you know, for somebody who's a mere mortal like you. (laughs) Um, I'll say this. I mean, there were some really good things. I don't know if that's our transition point. My expectations were no idea what to expect Thoughts on the game. They, they balled out when they needed to ball out. And the idea that they don't have a good coach and the good quarterback and, couple of really good players on defense and offense they're going to make plays but in the end we made more plays
0: yeah for sure for sure
2: uh i do have a ton of notes because i just rewatched the game so i could mail them to you or review them in uh gruesome
0: detail we we are going to talk about some of the good stuff in this football game uh yeah. but before we but do before talk- we do House capital. Absolutely. Brian Belser uh, who sat in my seats yesterday. So he actually Oh, said, that's awesome for Belser. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I was like, what a game to go to. on huh? and he goes, it was amazing. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what Brian Belser says? He I says, don't. if you're looking to buy a house, everybody's got a guy, but not like SmashChack. He said that if you need work done in your roof, heck, everybody's guy, even Matt Thompson in the comments. And if you're looking to get your financing together, though, there is only one guy. And his name is Brian Belser, House Capital Corporation. He is your guy, the guy. He is him. They help make the mortgage process simple at House Capital, hassle-free and understandable. House Capital they have relationships with preferred lenders in the area, and they will give you the edge up in getting the financing you need. So don't mess around. I mean, he endorses this show. Go to Brian Belser at House Capital. He is the man. Take mm. it to the house with House Capital.
0: Take it to the hose. Oh. Give, give Brian Belser, a call 716-815-2102. 716-815-2102. Are you writing those reads, or are they sending them to you?
2: no i make it up he's only ever sent me one read i make it up every time <laughs> is it bad this one wasn't very
0: no, good. No, i'm impressed that's talent right there you are going above and beyond the call of duty i like brian <laughs> above and beyond the call of duty there's uh, a couple of people in the comments i don't like though <laughs> i'm kidding Do you, i was gonna say "Ruh roh." so the good from this football it's game you. it was uh it's incredible to me to um and we've got a couple plays i don't know how many good plays we have but i know you've you sent me four plays to pull down <laughs> um, none of them are good oh never mind them. we've got some negative no, no, that's views.
2: why i wanted we'll do those on the bad needs work
0: <laughs> um but i can't uh, help
2: it like how do you critique a good play everybody saw it nobody wants to know why it worked they want to know why i play failed miserably
0: that's funny no i uh to me there's more proof as much as rhythm sometimes as you said you know yet uh yesterday in that football game was a little bit of an issue um there's something to be said for what they're doing on the ground i mean they're in run situations obvious run situations they're finally being successful which is something that they have not been over the last two or three years and it was it's it's growing ever more increasingly awesome to see the patience of james cook to see James Cook before where he would take the football, and I don't know what was going in his head other than just like, oh, my God, I got the football, Like, right? And now he takes the football from Josh, and if there's nothing there, he stops and waits, and then he finds a hole and starts to work his way through it. Um, Wildly excited for this kid. I mean, as much as we've seen him begin to develop over the last three, four, five weeks, it's just beginning to like build upon itself to the point where I love Devin Singletary, but I want to see – even more share from james cook knowing that that's the guy that's going to be here probably next year unless devin singletary decides to take a hometown discount which i don't expect him to take this is his family this is his life and go get the bag right go get what you got to get I guess um, it
2: depends on the market conditions right The mar-
0: right for sure and then and, and josh jacobs is going to set the market as far as that goes so devin singletary is going to be worth even more money this year because josh jacobs is going to make he's gonna he's gonna break records as far as, as running back
2: as well he
0: should as well he should he is phenomenal yeah. but probably the best running back in the league but um and then to see the return of the deep ball that was incredible um and it's funny because i don't know where where was your head at on the third and seven the bills were up by four points it was 28 to 24 or 28, 23 or something like that um that was the one to digs josh allen drops back and josh does this thing right so when he drops back if he's when he's going through his progressions his head is down when when he's like i'm going to take a shot when he hits the top of his drop his head is up <laughs> and mm-hmm. as soon as his head is up i'm i'm i start going no no like it's third and 7 what we need to do is co- continue this drive get at least three points like you don't need to chuck a ball 60 yards downfield in this moment And then, as soon as he lets it go, I yell "Why!" at the television. Why? Like why right now? Why do it right now? And then Diggs just runs under it, and it's like probably the the throw and catch of the year for the Buffalo Bills. So you know, then it's you know, it's it's the whole no, 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 yes moment once again. But it was incredible to see just Josh get. He had another one that Gabe Davis dropped. He put that ball right in the bucket. And, and and Davis dropped it. So he could have had another freaking long ball. Um, so there was a lot of good in this football game. You know, it was great to see Tremaine with a pick. It was great to see uh, Trey with a pick. It was great to see Matt Milano get a pick. Uh, the the Trey and the Matt Milano ones were wildly important. I mean, they were in the end zone. If you're
2: really excited because you haven't let me speak for like 90 seconds.
0: Yeah. i, I, like, I, I you know, There even was a longer. Lot, was you're a like, lot. you're rabid right now. <laughs> i apologize there's a, oh, there a lot of good there's a lot there of there's a lot of
2: good stuff man
0: so i'll let you so i get the floor is yours
2: oh man well i see i look a little bit deeper than that oh
0: deeper you look deeper
2: yeah i do i do i do there are moments where i would agree with you as much as it pains me to do so uh but yes both the running backs I, i'm really happy with what they're doing right now i yeah. really am and and to to be doing it under the circumstances that they're doing it. You got me?
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, And I'll tell you when I, when I was looking at that, both of the big plays came after some really nice confidence building plays from Josh, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the smoke TD came after a really great read and a great move and some uh, just electrification from, from Khalil Shakir. Right. Next play boom or no next game uh mckenzie drop but smoke on the td and then you go back mckenzie makes uh a drop right and you're like come on and it's right after the chop block uh, the,
0: the, no quotes. sorry
2: McKen- mckenzie made the catch yeah, mckenzie air, made the catch
0: air quotes chop block yeah that, that, that was
2: that that was a rough call but that was the, that was a, that was not a penalty that was all about the angle yeah. that's the problem
0: yeah
2: uh so you get the chop block mackenzie makes a great catch and a great move 13 and yep it's just this buoyed feeling right mm-hmm. and then uh as much as a lot of people i want to blame the offensive line because i see a lot of that a lot of the pressure didn't come from the offensive line mm. so josh makes his own magic a lot of times he leaves the pocket either early mm-hmm. or he doesn't account there was one play in particular in this in the uh i think we're going to look at that play but There are so many instances in our offense where we're asking people to do things that they're just not great at. And we either do it knowing they're not going to be great at it or with some expectation that they're going to get better. And I don't know which it is. Yeah. Uh, And and a lot of that is blocking. uh, 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 What else was good? I agree with you. The takeaways unbelievable. mm -hmm. I thought the secondary, despite playing soft, played pretty damn well i yeah. mean mo- most of uh, are they kept everything in front of them the long balls were all contested mm-hmm. even though one was a touchdown uh poyer got lost a little bit on the first touchdown
0: by um yeah parker yeah he was yeah it totally got spun around
2: but beyond that in, in a week like this i, I i'm okay man coming yeah, out right. with this victory there are going to be lapses because like you said if they aren't meeting and a lot of them just spiritually emotionally we're not ready to meet right and even if you're in there you're you, that replay of damar hamlin being resuscitated on the field you can't shake that in three days no you can't shake that in four days now him getting out of the hospital beating the patriots expunging that whole thing i think this is the week we potentially see everything fire On all
0: cylinders. So, two two things. Um, So, I want to start with with what you're talking about as far as just going through the week and the emotions and kind of being distracted because being in ministry for 15 years, full uh, full time ministry, vocational ministry as an executive pastor, chief of staff. You know, a lot of times my job was the temperament or just the what's the temperature of the staff. And you know, ministry is hard. There's nothing easy about it. A, a, a term that we use a lot is ministry is messy uh because you're dealing with people and not only are you dealing with people but there's also really no off time you can get called to the hospital at 11 o'clock at night two o'clock in the morning friday saturday as much as people think that like oh you're a pastor you golf six days a week and you go to church on sunday that's literally not what it is um and i'm going somewhere- not if you're doing it right right not if you're doing it right now when you look at specific coaches that have a very um personal uh human humane culture right is what is the term that i want to use so marv was always accused of of, you know being club marv right that it was it was player friendly um you guys were a very tight-knit group and he was more managing maybe some of the personalities um you know when you look at mcdermott and the way that he's coaching it's a family feel as well there's more of a family feel there and i can tell you just from listening to some of the press conferences and they you know I think Josh said they spent a lot of time praying I heard one of, one of the other players say it literally they've only got so many hours they can be together so my takeaway from that is they're in a team room right with with, with the group as far as like you know whatever the position position group is and the and whatever it is they're, they're trying to talk about for the game on Sunday is probably not going well right and I don't mean like they're fighting it's just like and it probably turns into a why don't we just pray for damar and like literally they spend whatever time they're supposed to be spending game planning going over stuff whatever being conscious about you know live putting their thoughts and prayers in their minds on damar in that moment so i completely get it. it it totally makes sense i've been in those moments not specifically to this one but similar to situations like this where it's all i can do and i can't do anything else but this so so to see them come through this game the way they did to the blocking piece, I, I, I was thinking about this. It was this morning. It, I didn't even think about it yesterday. or would have mentioned it. Do you remember Uche in the first meeting a couple weeks ago? Yeah, destroyed, he destroyed, destroyed this offensive line. Yeah, Uche, Uche destroyed them, and he was invisible. I think I heard his yeah. name called once. Once. So I they, agree. they there was definitely some adjustment that was made because yeah. Judon got loose once or twice. But that Uche kid, last game, I was like, I'm nervous to play him whenever we play him. because he- Yeah,
2: the, well, he's a talent. And sometimes, though, that talent disappears. Uh, guys tend to take plays off or games mm-hmm. off occasionally. You know, he's young, so, you know, Junon might get in his ear a little bit. Right. I'll say this. One of the things that I look at and I continue to look at are the tackle's footwork. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I don't know. Uh, if if they're being coached or they're watching somebody else or they're dialed in more, but both tackles footwork is improving considerably. Mm. Uh, you've been
0: a, you've been I don't want to use the word critical. You've been uh, aware, highly aware of their yeah
2: footwork. because be, because it oh, it works for Dion and he's a terrific football player and you know every every tackle gives up a sack or a pressure sure. or what have you and he doesn't give it up on an inordinate number so. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with the guy's success rate, but f- to type of person and you know me, I'm a little, there's a little, A, a you know, type a lurking yeah, inside yeah, of me yeah. that. <laughs> when I see it, I'm just like, Oh, and I coach, you know, I coach my older son and now I'm coaching right. my younger son. Right. And I'm like, this is how it's done. You either do it this way or you're a failure.
0: Right. Right. No,
2: it's not quite that rough, but.
0: You get the idea. Yeah, a little anal retentive as it pertains to uh, certain techniques and uh, the way that the position is supposed to be played. Um, It's funny too because I don't overly see it. And uh, there's times I watch for it, but it's it's probably first step, second step, which we've talked about on the show before with you. Um, well i'll tell as...
2: you what i'll tell you what we'll do when i come back to buffalo you and i will we'll sit in front of the tv we'll open up a bottle of bourbon all right we'll eat some wings and all I'll, right right. will we'll watch a game the way i watch it uh which may not be that much different than the way you do but i'll i'll tell you where my eyes go immediately right and how and how i watch the game yeah but
0: that'd, that'd be awesome.
2: man we're just we're, we're circling the drain or we're i don't know or we're geniuses <laughs> but i don't know what's next what do you mean? What's next?
0: I don't why know, you, man. Why it's why great. The, I'm having why, fun. Why don't we do the Q42 read, and then uh, we'll talk about some of the work that's possibly needed. We'll hit a couple videos, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to the next game.
2: Okay, Playouts. but bef- before the elimination Q- tournament, did did you see my barbecuing this weekend with the Orion cooker? Insane. But what I yes. did was I, I got three racks of ribs, and I coated them in the Q42. Uh, barbecue rub and Mm -hmm. oh my god it was incredible and that orion cooker is amazing but listen let's just keep it simple right q42 barbecue sauce is made in buffalo it's Mm. celebrated at every tailgate once you try q42's award-winning sauces and rubs you'll understand the difference that using real ingredients can make Mm. save 33 percent when you go to QUE. 42bbq.com and hammer in or type in or gently peck the keys that coupon code all capitals FINA SHOW (laughs) gotta love it man I gotta tell you I love it I can't get enough of it
0: my my wife pulls the jar of uh, Carolina gold out of the fridge and says this is my favorite barbecue sauce I'm like are you just saying that because they sponsor our show she goes no this is my favorite barbecue sauce All right. true story and even
2: though iman never watches our show and he's looking for somebody bigger to sponsor now i know i get it it's fair we're small time listen my son roman doesn't even like mustard Mm. and last night we're cutting up these three racks of ribs and i got you know the the red q42 over here and roman says "Uh, are are we out of the carolina Oh like, no no it's it's in the fridge and the kid who doesn't even like mustard's like all over the Carolina. It's yeah. great stuff. It's great
0: stuff, Joe. Yeah. So Pete Pete pays you a compliment here. Pete says uh, this is the first time I've seen John Fina in almost thirty years. Looks slim. Hey, uh, who is the, that? Cameras can is be it, deceiving. He's actually hey, about four twenty-five.
2: <laughs> that's not Paul Russell, is it? It's not Pete it's Paul Pete. Russell. No, I know a guy named Pete. I haven't seen in about thirty years. The reason that he
0: looks slim is because he's wearing a schmedium.
2: No, I'm, I'm wearing a schmedium, but I always like to tease Joe. <laughs> Shout out to the Bills backers of Boulder, Colorado. Check Triple out the logo, baby. bro.
0: Triple B. I love it. How it's, cool is that logo? Are those the mountains of Bush or oh, are those the man. Colorado Rockies?
2: Those are the Colorado Rocky Mountains.
0: Mountains baby. of Bush. Ah. <clears throat> What's next on the uh so we want list? to talk a little bit about the work and mm-hmm. I pulled three video or four videos for you because you asked mm-hmm. politely. Um and I'm not even sure. I didn't even know how to name them. So you just put uh, Gilliam release pressure. So you're, you're like coding stuff now. Like I'm supposed to know what these things mean. Uh, but the first one, uh, and they're sh- they're all short clips. Nothing from the end zone angle, which I was upset about. But it is uh,
2: that's okay. As long as you tell me what I texted you, I can remember it. But when I'm <laughs> I, I'm God. half I'm half a glass of bourbon and half a beer in, there's no chance if you throw it up. There. I'm
0: just. Oh, kidding. that's funny. Who is it? Roll tra- tape. Was it Tredavious White that said it was a shit show this week? Well, it's, it's a shit show right now. <laughs> well, look, Gilliam comes in
2: motion across the formation, and then he sits, and he's going to protect, right? Yes. So what happens is the ball snapped, Gilliam sets and protects, and then he releases his rusher. So ostensibly, Josh should know that he's open now. You take two more frames, go ahead. If Josh, instead of looking to his left, flicks it out over. And oh, jeez. It's I didn't
0: even really see him when, when, yeah. when I was All of my eyes were drawn to the bottom left-hand side of the screen. So
2: people who uh, blame the offensive line for pressure, this is Gilliam. But, you know, he didn't make like a I'm Reggie Gilliam opportunity to block the guy. It's like a chip and release, which right. m- says to me, Josh should know it's chip and release. He flicks this over Spencer Brown's head, roll tape. It's It's nothing but carpet. There's nobody there. Yeah, there's nobody in front of him. There's nobody there, right? So again, not the offensive line's fault, but just a curious kind of, hey, are we? Why are we doing this when the other guy doesn't know?
0: So this so, is a design play, right? This is a is this a is this a read and react react an option that Gilliam has, or is this literally what the play is supposed to be? Let's him go, or is he did he miss his block and he's out there like, okay, I missed my block, I'm open.
2: Well, it's a bit of both. he He went after Spencer's guy first and then bounced out to the other guy. But Josh has to know when your tight end or your h is in solid protection
0: right. The right? question is is who is he looking at? It doesn't look that there doesn't appear to be a receiver down on the bottom side of the screen. So he's got to be looking at Dawson, right?
2: No, there is a guy at the bottom. Well, I, right, Dawson Knox.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's looking for Dawson at that point, and then he gets he tries he gets to look number two, and by then yep. it's over. Yeah, he's he's taking off. Yep. Next and play, Spencer, please. And Spencer Brown's guy was Matthew Judon, right. who didn't. I mean, he went low on Josh Allen on one hit or on one rush, but really didn't. He hasn't done a whole lot against the Buffalo Bills. Since All right. He, what what did I text you on this one? This is uh, quarter one, one twenty six zone strong. Why motion?
2: oh okay don't even start to play you got uh i think it's gabe davis at the top right yes we're running zone like why would you bring the little guy into the frame so give me a couple more frames and they line it up who's the little guy little guy they're receivers they're always little guys gabe davis is like six one or six two they don't block like it stop right there Well, he blocks better than khalil shakir all right stop stop right there yes number 31 on the defense can't place his name. He doesn't he doesn't want to come inside the numbers, but he has to follow Gabe Davis. Right. But if you if you look whether this is inside zone or zone strong, we've got a tight end, a tackle, a tackle and a guard in this formation. So if you count from Mitch Morse vertically on the screen, there are five
0: guys. Right uh, above above Mitch. So Mitch one. So Mitch one, two, three, four, five, and and then on defense sense.
2: there are five guys. Now what you're doing is you're bringing a little guy in, and you're making a mess of the whole thing.
0: What's so, funny too is Roger Saffold is covered up in this. So you're looking at uh uh Quentin Quentin uh Morris, and then you're looking at Deion Dawkins, and then Saffold is between Dawkins and Morris, and you can't see him. He's actually hidden in this picture.
2: Right. So why bring another guy into the play? So this is going to be James Cook. He's going to try to bounce it out to the right side. But Gabe, who's not a blocker, gets popped, so, and it it bends the corner. So instead of James being able to go at an angle to the sideline, mm-hmm. he only gets three yards. He probably could have ended up getting six or seven. Genius. But to me, the point is I want to, I want to get inside Dorsey's head and say – Explain to me why you motioned a guy from the sideline inside the numbers just to bring another tackler inside the numbers and use a worse blocker than the guys who are up front.
0: Well, the better question is, is so you got one, two, three, four, five defenders. They, they put two on Judon, who gets held, and he's losing his mind when he gets held. 23 comes, so that's six, and they've got, what, everybody but Cook and Josh blocking, and they still can't get away.
1: I
2: I don't like it. I mean, it's inside zone. Cook should probably hit it up inside. But if you don't bring Gabe Davis down into this formation,
0: look what it does now. I'd love to see the end zone look because there's got to be a gap here on the left side. I know he wants to go to the right, but there's got to be a gap on the left side. Yeah, there's another thing about this. Run it back again.
2: I don't even know what the hell this play is. Watch Deion Dawkins. He's setting like pass. It looks like draw, but it also looks like inside zone. And the right. running back is taking it out like it's zone strong. Like right. this is four plays with zero identity.
0: I don't, I can't even decipher it. And Quentin and Quentin Morris just, he, he goes into a pattern. He, he goes in like, like you said, he's not even, I don't even know if he's looking for a second level guy to block.
2: And he's going to run that guy off you think so but but if it's inside zone that doesn't explain what Dawkins is doing yeah, so if it, if it's draw that doesn't explain what the inside 3 are doing i don't know i mean i i have no idea what the hell this play is and well, it, and and usually i can watch a play twice and go oh i know what that is
0: well the, the you you see you see two of the offensive linemen get like get or i guess it's at least one get to the second level i think that saffold is actually getting to the second level mm-hmm. Which is what they tried to do and they did successfully against the Bears. They leaked out a guy to the second level. Like on oh, that that actually I'm wrong. That is uh, uh, Ryan Bates that actually is yeah. leaking out. So, so yeah, I think he's supposed to it's supposed to come inside and he takes it to the outside, but it is yeah. what it is.
2: So. I don't understand it. Oh uh, but the- that but that leads me into like another comment, just like oh well, actually you're gonna love it. Go go ahead. Let's see. What what do we have here?
0: Uh I don't know um hang on a second look at my notes uh weak zone so this is the first play of the second quarter strong safety blows up play and knocks
2: oh yeah 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 this is always i just want to tell people like occasionally the defense does something really good and you can't block everybody as an offensive line right so two things happen on this play one of them you cannot control mm-hmm. and that's the safety who's standing between the s and the l who just fills And you can't if you have five, you can't block six. If you have six, you can't block seven. He's number seven. He comes down on weak zone. He fills the gap. But what also happens is Dawson Knox goes into the line rather than flat,
0: and he doesn't get a good cutoff, which is why this play just gets stymied. So Dawson is at the top of the screen inside of Khalil Shakir. Right. I'm not but sh- he's got
2: he's got to come flat down the four yard line rather than into the line because what happens is he ends up losing leverage.
0: Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that's Gabe Davis to his outside. So Khalil, Khalil Shakir and Gabe Davis to his outside, and then you see he gets turned right there. Yep. And Devin has no place to go. That's literally Dawson's guy that. Uh, well, never mind. They converged. There's five guys on them.
2: Yeah, but the, the but the the reason this play died, and plays die all the time, mm-hmm. is the safety comes down and fills the gap right there. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so the running back sees it. He doesn't want to get hit right there. Cuts back right into the teeth of the defense. It just happens sometimes.
0: Just one of those things that happens. So mm-hmm. 23 is the safety you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, shoots the gap. So that was the gap that Devin was supposed to go through probably, right?
2: Oh, it would have been a touchdown. And they blocked it well as an offensive line. They just didn't block it well as a tight end and as a uh, little guy.
0: So the last one for our audience's viewing pleasure, those of you that are watching on YouTube, Mm -hmm. Edmonds, quarter three, destroys the fullback.
2: Okay, so I I go on record as saying I like Tremaine Edmonds. I think the invisible things he does for our defense are immeasurable. Mm -hmm. And I I do like him. My knock on him has always been – I want him to be more physical. I I just want him to take on blockers a little bit bigger and better. And when I saw this play, I was just thrilled because I love the kid. I was there the day after he got drafted and Mm. I will always root for him. And when I saw this, I was like, more please, more please. So watch him come downhill and destroy number 87. Steps into the hole.
0: Bang. Jeez. That's not Rob Gronkowski, that's for sure.
2: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Or Chris Gronkowski. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I love this. And as an offensive lineman and as a tight end, you hate it. Mm -hmm. When guys come downhill like that and just blow you up in the hole, it sucks. (laughs) To wake i mean up for sure. the, he was pissed off about something he hates that guy which i'm okay with
0: but he came down and just lay the wood on him it was awesome yeah edmonds has been playing just other level and i know we've talked a lot about it on this show in a couple different ones just about the fact that he's clean because the defensive line is doing its job i want to i want to talk just about the work though before we move on to the miami dolphins game this weekend um Another gentleman that we both love really feels like what you said is very much true for him as well, that uh, this team just has no identity at all on offense, that literally there was four different offensive schemes that were played in in that game yesterday. And that isn't necessarily due to the events of the past week, that the Bills have been wildly just kind of all over the place offensively. Do you feel that same way? Yeah.
2: And I'll tell you a short story very short. We got the ball either on a turnover or on a long play inside the 10-yard line, and we ran three pass plays and then ended up missing a chip shot field goal. And I came off the field screaming bloody murder, and then it got caught on film. And in the special teams meeting, the special teams coach, Bruce DeHaven, thought I was pissed at the kicker. Mm. And he started berating me, and Bruce and I got into a kind of a, How's your father fight? <laughs> and uh, I wasn't mad that Steve Christie missed the kick. I was pissed off because we had an opportunity to run the ball into the end zone and just diminish uh, emotionally the defense we were playing. And right. we didn't take it. Are you aware that on the offense's first drive of the game, there were no runs? And on the offensive's third drive of the game's game, there were no runs. And both of them ended in punts.
0: I was not. I do know that there was one occasion on a drive where they drove the field, uh, I think it was in the second half, they drove the field pretty successfully, mostly with runs, got into the red zone, three passes, and then it was pretty much
2: over. Interception. Interception. So yeah. the third part of that was on the end of the first, first, uh, the first half, run, run, run for the total of 34 yards, pass, 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 INT. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. If you don't run the ball, you don't put your offensive lineman in a groove. You don't put the offense in a rhythm. I just I don't get it. And I like Dorsey. I I think his play calling is fair to good, but the order, like I said earlier, the mm. order in which he calls them. Right. And I and at the same time, when I rewatch the game today, I'm looking at New England and their balance: run, pass, run, run, pass, run, pass, pass, run. I'm like, you just don't get that feel. You get a streak of runs and then a streak of passes or just a streak of passes.
0: I don't like it. Yeah, I don't don't, like it. I don't even know what to make of it. And it's hard because there's just an aspect of, you know, what we've come to expect and what we love and, you know, vintage Josh, right, Um, which is a guy that's just going to be dominant with his arm. He's going to kill you with his arm. And we saw some of that in this game. Um, but we saw him also make that ball that the interception that he threw was his fault. Um, yes, I know that there was pressure coming in his face, but I who was he throwing that to? The only thing I can think is that he was going to throw it out of bounds and it came out of his hand funny because his arm didn't get hit and the, yeah. ball, the ball was out before he got hit.
2: I, I mean, there was a slight amount of pressure on that, but he had a little bit of time. He could have skated, yeah. you know, it was just bad all the way around. I think he was probably. Look, I, I don't believe that Josh Allen wants every play to be a pass either. And I'll tell you another thing. I looked in the in the this th- third quarter, and we ran Josh on a uh, design keeper mm. to the left side, and I was like, why? Why, mm. why are you running that play right now? Your running backs are running the ball well. You've got two young – Singletary's still a young running back. Give them the damn ball when they're having success. You didn't yeah. see – uh New England stopped giving the ball to Stevenson. They gave it to him more,
0: right, right. yeah, what's interesting as well is we, you know, and i I'm wondering how many of the plays are I know it's not a traditional RPO. like they but I know what a run pass option is, but they I know with the, when they're at the line, depending on what the defense is showing them, Josh is the option to run or pass, like right. So I wonder how many of those, it's funny because they throw so much. I wonder how many times he's looking at the defense and he's like, oh, Pass is the option here, so he makes the option to change the play, whatever he's going to do to move them into a pass. When I just can't, I even as I sit here right now and think about it for the first time, I don't believe the defenses are like we want to make this kid throw on us. That doesn't seem like what teams would want to do. But I, I, to- we I want- totally
1: agree
2: with you, Joe. I hate agreeing with you because it makes for <laughs> makes for a super boring show. People are flying off, they're logging off right now, but you're absolutely right. And by the way sometimes you just got to run the damn ball even if oh well they have a guy who's a half a yard inside the numbers and a guy who's at 12 instead of 15 at depth as a safety oh we got to run the pass play no sometimes you just gotta they don't do that in tennessee with the big guy right right
0: they just feed the monster yeah but they also don't have josh allen (laughs) <laughs> Brian Tannehill not Josh Allen. He's every We can be- have both. Josh we
2: can have both. We have yeah. two running backs who will produce. Who we should, we should groom a little bit more and feed a little bit more.
0: Yeah, give them, give them the rolled oats. Put some honey on it, man. It's possible. Let's uh, wrap this show up and talk about uh, just this game against the Miami Dolphins. Expect- wait, wait, wait! Last comment. All right, go back. Yep,
2: get get the ball to Diggs. Oh, we, talked, yeah. we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Get Vanishing. the ball, get force the ball to digs a little bit. Get that guy open, get him fed, and emotionally he's gonna buoy the team. And with yardage, he's yeah. gonna demean the defense. There's something about defenders they don't want Stefan Diggs to catch the ball no, because sorry. he's hilarious. <laughs> Everything he does after he catches the ball is designed to humiliate safeties. He does such a beautiful job of it. I want
0: to kill him and hug him at the same time. I'm reminded of, I believe it was the first one of the first, it was, it was, The first year he was here, it was a Miami Dolphins game. Um, I had been pining for a long time that we need a number one wide receiver. That was back before you and I had even met. I just started doing my show. um, And literally, people back then thought Robert Foster could be a number one wide receiver. That's how weird it had gotten in Buffalo. But in the Dolphins game, he jumps up and he high points a ball from Xavier Howard, who is – one of the best corners in the league and he lands on his back and he's got the ball in his hand and you can tell he's chirping at him. And all I can picture him saying to Xavier is, did I catch that? I think I caught that. Did I catch yeah. that? You didn't catch it, that, Right. Like, That's awesome. Just, just chirping at him. <laughs> give it like, I got the ball. You see, I've got the ball. Right. And he does oh, that yeah. all the time. He's constantly smiling and laughing. And even if he's like putting his shoulder to somebody to to hit them and kind of punish them for it. Um, he vanishes for way too long of stretches in in games i
2: agree and that's why they got to they got a game plan him in
0: yeah i don't i don't i don't know what it is you know sure they bracket him sure they you know they double cover him sure they're doing whatever they got to do to to keep him out of the game but
2: yeah i i agree but you know they the, the new england ran a play in the game and i went back and watched it a couple times and they just wanted to get They wanted to get four yards. They ended up getting six, and it was just a beautiful little motion play Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. uh, the tight end Hunter Henry out like a split position. He runs them both off. The receiver breaks. I think it was Bourne, and Elam, Elam, Elam. Sorry, Elam is cut, caught between a rock and a hard place. And it's just a beautiful little play. Like we could design little, you know, duos to run off the ball, break a guy out, give. Give him the chance to hold the ball, turn and face the defender, and make a move.
0: Yeah, uh, and Pamela actually brings up a point that I was thinking about earlier that I forgot to mention. Josh was very safe in this game running the football. He did not put himself in harm's way. He did not take any big hits he was running out of bounds Mm -hmm. um, which i thought was interesting that it's like oh this kid's actually thinking about the playoffs right now
2: (laughs) yeah no and and i also well and also having the lead at the time you know there was no no reason to invigorate everybody and the and to pam's credit or to pam's point you know josh recognized that Yeah. yeah this is a point in the game where i don't have to give the herculean effort
0: Right, 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 for sure. So let's just talk real quick and then we'll get out of here. Uh, just about this football game coming up on Sunday, as of right now, there are no expectations on who's going to play quarterback. So it could be, and I forget his name, something in the comment section will know. Uh, the guy that played this weekend, Josh Teddy Allen, Br- no, uh, for the Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater has a hurt finger. There's the possibility that he could play. Tua is still in concussion protocol. Mike McDaniel said that he is uh, not willing to comment. They're hoping, everybody's obviously hoping to get him back. The line from Vegas, the spread, 10 points, 9 points, kind of says that Tua is probably not playing in this football game. Uh, Skylar Thompson, so thank you, Troy. Um, but uh, yes, to that to that point, I just, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. The Dolphins played as well. They literally could not muster any offense at all against the Jets like really nothing like Skylar Thompson couldn't just drop back and throw the ball as hard as he could and wait well, for huh? Hill to run under it like they they do have
2: Sauce Gardner who by the way yeah he could undress you in a hot second and have yeah, you but, in a new suit without a penalty, two
0: people he's not going to dress Waddle and Hill at the same time I'm just playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotcha they um, called
2: Elam man Sauce <laughs> would have had that guy in and out of three different outfits
0: Right, right. Um the good news is is it's gonna be good news. It's gonna be like twenty seven degrees in Buffalo on Sunday. So that's the good news.
2: <laughs> mm, and there and there's no GoFundMe me to get me into the game.
0: <laughs> well, uh yeah, I can't help you out for that. So McKenna's really fine. McKenna's really upset that I'm going with dad and she's not going to get to watch the game with me. So she was actually crying earlier.
2: Oh, but, um, yeah, she needs to there. do her chores. And by the way, those <laughs> tears, that's all drama. That She's faking that.
0: But what do you see, third matchup? So you can probably speak to playing a team for the third time in the playoffs. It happened during your career several times. Uh, I can think of the AFC Championship game in Miami where the Buffalo Bills had to go on the road the whole way. Um, mm. What is that? What is that like when you've played a team the or you're about to play a team for the third there's no surprises you're not doing anything they don't know you're going to do and they're not doing anything you don't know right
2: yeah i agree Uh, i will say this and it's the same thing i say to every kid i've ever coached in football when when it's my turn you know at the end of practice or like the head coach gives his speech and says coaches you got anything Mm -hmm. and i always say the same thing who wins the game And the kids are just they're perplexed. I don't know who wins the game. The team that makes the fewest mistakes. Right. The better you know your opponent, the more dialed in on everything you have to be. Right. And that comes especially with Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Your coverages. You better be where you need to be. That's it. And honestly, Joe, we didn't go over it in the work. We got to get more out of the front four on defense. If we are not gonna bring uh, high-concept creative rushes involving the linebackers or edge small guys, then our four have to get there, and they're not. You could say Rousseau got one. It was a scramble. He had great effort. He was going to be there anyway, or I would have been super pissed. But we need pressure, and we're not getting pressure, Yeah, especially if we're going to sit back and wait and let Waddle and Tyreek and not press them. I mean, we have got to get pressure.
0: I think, I think to your point uh, about pressure, but it, what you were talking about a second ago as well, they've got they can't make the mistakes they've been making. They mm-hmm. can't shoot themselves in the foot. No self-inflicted wounds. Three and four times a game, right? So if, the tie if we don't
2: play defense in this game, we lose. If Correct. we can't stop them, we can't hold them to under twenty-one. We lose.
0: Yes, well, and their defense is good enough. You might need to hold them under. 15, right? So 17. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good football game. It's going to be a lot of fun. A single elim- elimination starts here. And what's interesting about when I said this last night, um I think the Bills know. I think Josh Allen knows. He said in this post-game presser yesterday. He said from here on out, it's, you know, single elimination, you know, and it doesn't matter how we win. It just matters if we score more points than the other team. So I think even he knows that they've hurt themselves a lot. And somebody said in the comment section earlier, if it wasn't for four plays this year, this team's undefeated. Four plays in three games. Four plays in three games were undefeated. Game did, Absolutely. Right. This, this, and, and
2: it's also a nod in the other direction, Joe. Three losses under eight points. Under this eight team points. team finds a way to win. Mm-hmm. And we as fans, as uh, alumni just we we have a show because we want to go deeper than that. Right. And it's not it's not that we're disappointed, it's not that we think the team is mediocre. This is a great football team, but I'm I'm just as they are. Yeah. I'm looking what I would do, what I would be thinking about as a player and that's tr- how I try to approach the show is through my eyes. What yeah. what do I need to get better on? Yeah. That's why I talk about footwork. Like nobody wants to hear me <laughs> talk about Deion Dawkins footwork, <laughs> but it it matters to me and every step every inch every assignment is going to matter from tomorrow morning well wednesday morning Mm -hmm. wednesday all the way to sunday
0: yeah for sure well ladies and gentlemen you have been tuned into the off tackle with john fita show brought to you by the market dominator team on the buffalo rumblings vidcast network my name is joe miller that over there's john fina you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. You can find that guy at John Fina. Please follow him. He's a lot of fun. He does interact and all of that good stuff. John, any final thoughts before I get us out of here?
2: Uh, Damar Hamlin is alive and thriving. And mm-hmm. if you believe in God, thank God. If you don't, thank medical or both. And it's a, an amazing an amazing turn of events. Yeah, it's incredible. And all of Buffalo should embrace that, be good, be kind, pass on goodwill and make our community of which I'm a member even though I'm in the sunshine. I'm going to play
0: uh, I'm actually going to play something real quick um if I can find it.
2: Yeah, if so, you can find it, but what I was saying is uh you know, what a blessed week we've had in uh, starting out most tragically.
0: Yeah. So yesterday uh they they Told Sean McDermott, and I show I played this on the show last night. They they told Mike, Sean McDermott about uh, Demar Hamlin sending his teammates his his the d- defensive backs a a which uh, we call it a text that just said I'm sorry that I was such a distraction oh. this week. Blah 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 blah. And coach addressed it, and this is what he said. So let's see if I can pull this up.
3: The other comment or question about Demar, like Demar should should in no way, shape, or form feel feel bad or or apologize for him putting his teammates through this. Um, I think we would all agree um, that God's hand is in this and has been in it from the first moment. And I think, and I should say this, when you watch how at times divided we can be as a country and a world, I I, I think the thing we all recognize this week was when people can put um, love first and people first and come together, how powerful um, this this country and this world can be for the good um, and the amount of love that they have that people can have for one another. Um, and maybe it took a sporting event for that to happen, but I think that's a great example to all of us, and, and we should continue with that moving forward. Coach of the year, man. How's
2: hey, I'll t- l- let me add something to that. That guy that you just heard, that's the guy that I talked to, and mm-hmm. he has no reason to fake it for me. Mm-hmm. When I met him when I was out there last and we had a 15-minute conversation – that's the guy that i got it ain't yeah. fake he's the real deal he is the real but deal. what he said comes with a caveat joe as you well know being in ministry it only works if you practice it that's right
0: absolutely 100 percent true and i think he does i think i think we saw it this past week which has been incredible so
2: not him i mean everybody you know what i mean yeah
0: if we all practice it but it, it has to start with a leader and that goes back to what you were saying just as far as you know it being real that's so. right Yeah, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you guys watching for Joe Miller, for John Fina, for Buffalo Rumblings, for all of us here. Go Bills. Hell yeah.
1: Go Bills. Go Bills.